podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Tis that time of the season when the ghouls and goblins prowl. Witches ride their broomsticks and bonehead wildcats howl. So scrape your claws together and make some chilling noise. Boy, a haunted wildcat is a spooky Bosco boy. Boys are back, and it's time for another Spotify Green Room live show, Wednesday, 7 p.m., God's Time Zone. Uh, join us every week. Spotify Green Room, are our, uh, they, they are our sponsor. We love riding with them. They love riding with us. It's going to be another fun night. Before we get into things, um, uh, K-State launched something uh, today on the 10th. Um, or excuse me, the 13th, that is called the K-State Trailblazers. It is a, uh initiative to honor some of the folks who helped break color barriers back in the Big 7, Big 8, Big 6 days, honoring, I believe the count was four football players uh, of uh, African-American Hispanic descent, uh, two folks involved with the baseball program uh, Earl Woods being one of them breaking the color barrier for baseball and then a basketball and women's basketball player as well uh I I'm very happy that K-State finally decided to do this it was way too long uh you know this should have happened a long time ago truly starting to tell these stories champion these stories uh, get these stories out there, celebrate these student athletes who broke these barriers in a conference that had, you know, schools down in Oklahoma. The Oklahoma schools did not want to play integrated schools, but K-State and their president Eisenhower at the time decided, no, we're going to do it anyways. It is time that K-State athletics and the university as a whole took a bigger role in telling these stories and celebrating them, but it isn't enough. It is not enough um, from these folks. It isn't. It isn't uh, mission accomplished. It isn't um, good to go. It's not something that I think needs to be overly celebrated because there's so much more that they need to do. At the end of the day, they put up some plaques. They put out a. Uh, they, they put out a statement. They need to really go go all in on these stories and tell these stories they needed to have a better rollout and i hope this is just a soft launch of a program and a celebration that we start to see year in year out at k-state because these guys deserve to have their story told not just once not just have these plaques up at the football stadium basketball stadium and uh and uh baseball diamond this needs to be something that is talked about Year in, year out, there needs to be branding. There needs to be excitement. There needs to be uh, incentive for folks to get invested in the K-State Trailblazer stories uh, and go all in on it. So I'm hoping that this is just the beginning of the athletic department. And I I really hope 
that they go a step for, uh, forward. And again, before we get into the typical, uh, you know, way that this live show will go, I, I think that also doing this first Iowa State is a good idea, this trailblazer game. I think that there is um, really something there to brand a trophy or rebrand Farmageddon beyond uh, kind of like the jokes that we get. And and don't get me wrong, I love the jokes. It was a rivalry born from the internet, born from Twitter and message board trolling. I love that. But I think that there really is something there with their history with Jack Trice and uh, what he went through and their embracement of them. And we need to do the same with Harold Robinson and maybe have the Trice Robinson trophy that Farmageddon is played for. I think there's a lot of stuff that they can do. I hope that this was just a soft launch and that K-State really expands upon this Trailblazer program. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, we can get into our typical live show uh grant i'm gonna have to meet you if you're making all that random noise i'm gonna have to kick you off but uh what i'm going to do because we don't have a game from last week to uh talk about all right grant sorry bud you can come back on but that that wasn't gonna work um we can uh we we don't have a game to talk about so i'm going to leave it kind of open-ended for anyone who wants to uh, talk about the K-State Trailblazer pro or, uh, initiative. You can talk some trash on Iowa State. You can talk about anything in the K-State world for this intro question because we don't have a game to get your final takes on. Um, so just kind of, you know, free ball, give me anything you want. We're going to start with my guy, Aaron. Aaron, my friend, hope you're doing well. Um, just uh, hop in here and just give me any take it. Trailblazer program, Iowa State rivalry, Anything K-State related, just give me give me your best shot. Yeah, thanks, Scott. So so fully aligned on, on the Trailblazer, you know, take, right? It, it's a great part of our history as, as a university, as a, as a land-grant institution. We've got to highlight it, right? We have to continue to highlight it, continue to build the brand. You know, in this world of NIL and, and different, you know, athletes looking at how to prop themselves up, I think our university leadership needs to take a look in the mirror. I think there's a lot of positives with our university that we need to highlight, tell the story, get the brand out there. You know, as the Big 12 evolves over the next 5, 10, 15 years, um, I think Gene Taylor and, and company need to project an image and, and lead, right? Be strong, tell the story. It's a great story. We just need to project. Yep, I'm right there with you. We'll go to Chef. Chef, do you want to talk Trailblazers? You can talk Iowa State. You can talk uh super fans uh i heard you want to knock out x factor in arrowhead stadium if you want to talk about that you can as well uh anything uh, so just open platform talk about whatever you want okay. i mean i'm i'm just kind of focused on iowa state this week i mean i'm not hearing anything from their side i mean i usually go to you guys for that news i mean you guys interact mostly with them and I, I, it's for a good time, but I, I mean, it's been kind of slow. It's just, it just doesn't seem it's like, it like a lot of, uh, a lot of K state news with, with practice facility designs and stuff like that coming up. And, but Farmageddon always, always does something in my loins. And I mean, it's just kind of slow right now. So hopefully that that's a good thing on our end. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I, I think that, uh, you're not getting the vibrato and kind of the back and forth between Iowa State fans outside of them trying to hijack the bonehead pole 
Um, I think that they uh, are kind of licking their wounds a little bit. You know, they, this was supposed to be their 98 and they're, they're shell shocked. So uh, I think that they're a little bit nervous. I think that's probably why you're not hearing much coming from the Iowa state side of things uh, in the football pro- complex. And I think that's why their fans are uh, being a little, being a little scared. Also, I, I wanted to um, bring up my new profile picture. This is going to be me going forward. Um, climbing hat back. I love it. I love it. We'll go up to my guy, Joel. Joel, Trailblazers, Iowa State, anything K-State, uh, floor is yours. And uh, I'm working on getting you a Serginio Desk. Heck yeah, dude. Well. That goal was outstanding. Not a huge soccer guy, but had to turn it on. Um, yeah, I think that the Trailblazer stuff or whatever they're calling it, I think it's really cool. Um, I think Aaron said really fumbled the bag, not doing like the Earl Woods Invitational or having a baseball game after him. Um, I mean, Tiger comes back every year, so it'd be pretty cool to have him show up at a game. I'm also pretty annoyed with the Iowa State fans. I've been bored at work wanting to talk trash on Twitter, and they're being incredibly soft. Yeah, I, I think it legitimately is. They're uh, they're just not as chesty because they're licking their wounds. I'm, I'm sure they'll really uh, hit hit the hit the Twitter paint real hard if they get the win. But hopefully that doesn't happen. We'll go out to Mike out in Cali, uh, open floor. Mike, anything you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just comment quickly. You know, I think that the Trailblazers thing is a it's a great initiative. Um, I appreciate it. I think it's it's a good move. Uh, Iowa State, you know, I, I really, you know, I don't know what to expect. I was seeing uh, some word about how, you know, their defense is supposedly legit. And, you know, I don't know. Who knows what to expect at this point. I'm definitely hoping for a win. That's all I can say. Yeah, advanced stats love Iowa State. Uh, but I think Grant uh, really pointed it out on the show very well. The two teams they've played with a pulse, they've lost. They've found ways – to fumble it away, whether it's in typical Iowa State fashion or not. Uh, they have not beat anyone with a pulse yet. And, hell, I mean, they were struggling with their FCS opponent as well. So, again, yeah, you beat up on, you know, KU and UNLV, uh, but that doesn't really say anything, uh, you know, advanced stats or not. So I, I'm really going to be interested to see what we see on Saturday. We'll go to Ace. Ace, uh, anything you want uh, K-State related or, hell, it, can, it doesn't have to be K-State related. So, a lot of news has happened over the last 10 days, so just put anything out there that you want to. Uh, I'm sad that we got a decommit today, but other than that, uh, obviously weed over corn. Iowa State's not that good, at least their offense. Their defense is pretty good, but Skyler's just going to throw for 350 on them easy. I like it. I like it. We'll go to Michael Murray. Uh, Mike, uh, unless you're going to bring me any uh, good news on sports gambling, I don't think there's anything you can say to win MVP tonight, but you can put anything out there. Trailblazers, Iowa State, uh, K-State basketball going to be here before you know it as well, so just anything you want to put out there as we uh, kind of ramp up into Farmageddon talk. Yeah, next uh, gaming news won't happen until at least January, but uh... – Stay tuned. Um, yeah, d- nope, don't really have a lot. Just think that if K-State's healthy this weekend, then uh, got a pretty good chance. It's it's okay if it's fluky. That makes it fun. So go Cats. Yeah, it almost unless we're going to beat them by like 90, like truly blow them out, 
I'd prefer it to be like fluky and something they get pissed off over. I'd rather them have a controversial loss uh, than us win by 10 points. That makes sense in my head. Um, I don't know if it does to everyone else, but that's, that's kind of how I would do things. We'll go next. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I, no, I wish I knew their names, but several people have been putting out videos of all, the, all of our fluky victories against Iowa State, and I love it. Good job, guys. Yeah, I think Clint, the K-State fan who does good work over on the College and Kimball pod as well, has been a part of that. Um, lots of folks retweeting as well. We'll go to my guy, KSU Railroader, live from the Railroads. Uh, KSU Railroader, give me anything you want to talk about. Uh, really, just Iowa State, man. I think uh, it'd be great if we could get Skyler to throw three touchdowns in the last like minute and 15 seconds to win the game. Oh, man, I don't think my heart would uh, survive that. So maybe let's stretch it out from a minute 15 to, like, maybe three minutes. Is that all right with you? I mean, either way, it'd be a pretty good, pretty good way to beat Iowa State. It may be. Yes, that would be fun. We'll go to my guy, Cole. Cole, give me anything you want to talk about. Iowa State, Trailblazers, basketball, uh, women's basketball, soccer, volleyball, anything you want to talk about. Um, yeah, first of all, Scott, I'm kind of disappointed – today to see you arguing with the SGA and not with Iowa State fans. So, I mean, I don't know. It has been kind of a, a calm week for Farmageddon, so I'm hoping, hoping we can pick it up these last two days of the week. Um, as far as the Trailblazers things go, I think it's really cool, um, and I think we should definitely hit on it more. And a few months back when KU dropped their, like, all blue uniforms or whatever they're called, I was trying to just find something that we could do. And I really think we should do, like, a Harold Robinson uniform or, like, a Trail Blazers uniform to kind of honor that. Um, and then a fun fact that I learned coming out of that is that he was the first African-American to play in any athletic event at OU in Norman. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but overall, let's just pick it up on Twitter, guys. I'd like to see it a little, get a little bit more heated, um, and not between our own. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to dive into that too much because, uh, yeah, I did that for about like 12 hours. Um, ultimately maybe should have kept my mouth shut. Um, anyone can go to my Twitter feed and see what I'm talking about. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. I'll try to troll with some Iowa State fans, but I gotta say, there's a large group of hashtag Cyclone Nation uh, that has blocked me on Twitter. So again, even if I try to get involved, um, like there's probably at least a hundred to two hundred Iowa State fans who have blocked me. So uh, we we might need uh, the uh, Grant underscore KSU to really bring it in the back end of the week, and then also on the Harold Robinson jersey thing, a uh, shout out to Will Dubois at To the Ville. He's done a couple concepts that would have honored that as well. So I, I really do think and hope that K-State uh, picks it up. I hope this, like I said, is just a soft launch, and maybe we see something like that moving forward or a Trailblazer logo that just kind of draws eyes and attention to it. So we'll go to Chris next. Uh, Chris, what do you got for me? Unless you're trying to bring up the SGA stuff because I'm not going to talk about it again. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know really what you're talking about. With That's good. FDA, That's so. good. I, I, I don't want you to look it up. I'm not necessarily proud of it, but it is what it is. Uh, 
anyways, but I will back you on um, the whole random South Carolina thing. I'm glad I wasn't the only person that thought that was a little odd and weird from like late this summer. Uh, I mean, I mean, the guy is, it was just a weird story. And I just, I don't even follow the dude on Twitter. He just kept popping up on my timeline and, I mean, I mean, good for him. Like he's coming out to the game. I hope he travel. He has safe travels and has a good time and enjoys Manhattan. But I was just like, just this is so weird. Like this guy just picked K State out of nowhere, and all of a sudden people are coming out of the woodwork and being like, "Oh, come to Martell Gate. Well, we're showing good times." Like you don't even know this guy. This good guy could be just completely off his rocker, and maybe he's a great guy. Maybe he's a great guy. But this could be like a completely catfish scenario where the guy's a weirdo and he it ruins your tailgate i don't know that's just me i mean i just think the worst in random situations but hopefully he has a good time have a safe trip um but yeah i don't it's it was interesting and i back you up for it i think it was kind of weird I, well I, this was weird this is what i thought was really weird he mentioned one time he's gonna like leave his wife or his life left him on twitter he just put that out there for everyone to see he's like i might be coming to manhattan by myself and I thought that was that was weird, and um, I, maybe they're back together. I don't know. So I just I got a, a lot of this guy's life story that I wasn't really planning on, didn't really need, but got it anyways. Thanks to Twitter. So, anyways, that's that's my uh, that was my inter- that intro take. <laughs> yeah, it, it is wild. Um, we'll keep moving on. We'll go to my guy Hayes, and I think I think Hayes, you're the uh, last one. So th- we'll we'll get into Farmageddon after this. So. Hayes, anything you want to talk about, uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, I think that trailblazer thing is great. I think it needs to get a lot, lot bigger. Um, I mean, I've been a K-State fan my whole life. This is my third year at K-State, and I've never once heard about any of the, like, racial borders that we broke except for Bosco's boys. Um, And anyone that I've mentioned it to, it was their first time hearing it. So I think that that is – pretty terrible and needs to change and it's something that we should definitely talk about more often yep definitely i'm right there uh with you i hope this is like i said a soft launch not the whole thing and i was wrong i gotta go to joey joey i can't believe i almost skipped you over that's 100 on me hope you're doing well give me uh any any take uh from the last 10 days in k-state uh sports k-state twitter or the world and then we're going to start talking farmageddon Look, Mike, Mike Murray knows this as well. In SGA, you can argue about an Oxford comma for hours. So realistically, this is like low on the totem pole for things that SGA has screwed up over time. Um, I'm stoked for Farmageddon. I'm eating a gluten-only diet. Go Cats. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's start talking Farmageddon. It is the reason for the season. Um, all right, we're, we're just going to start it off kind of typical how we always do. We're going to start off positive, we're going to go negative, and then we're going to just have fun along the way. Give me the number one thing you are confident about coming into this game. We'll start down uh, with Mike Murray first. Mike, what are you confident in tonight? Or not tonight. Woof, I, I, no, I'm not ready for it tonight. What are you confident in for Saturday night? Uh, the check's in the mail. Uh, the refs are going to have our back, and it's going to be great. It is funny that, like, you know, I, I'm not a big ref conspiracy guy, but it is funny that seemingly the only time there's ever been, like, truly questionable stuff go our way has been versus Iowa State in football. Um, I, I'll never forget. There, I've been to Jack Trice Stadium. It's a dump. It is not good. It's probably 
the second worst or the worst stadium in the current Big 12. Um, but, man, their fans hate the referees. And it is funny when it goes your way in an away stadium. Uh, we'll go up to Aaron next. Aaron, my guy, what are you confident in for this weekend? Yeah, it's got to be special teams. Uh, getting the kick return game back on track, punting, kicks, field goals, you know, you name it, special teams uh, is back on track. Glad. Yeah, and, and I would say it sucks at special teams. Their kicker struggles to get it to the end zone. They're not great tackling there. I think that we could be poised to have another one. Again, shout out to, you know, Grant. It's it's too bad. Uh, can't figure out his mic stuff, but I'll, but I'll let him hold it down in the chat. He really called that out in the preview episode. So I'm right there with you, Aaron. We'll go next to Chef Andre Napier with the backwards hat, Cly. Uh, let, let, let me know uh, what you're confident in. I'm feeling real confident in our O-line and the, the health of our O-line. Um, I mean, we're all getting a little bit healthy, all the players, I should say, not me. Um, they're all getting a little bit more healthy. Going to miss a little bit of Bronson, but I think our O line and our O line depth, we're going to be able to push them around a little bit, especially that three man front. We've been seeing it in practice because this always gave us fits before, but now I think now that we see it in practice a lot more, I think we're going to be able to move the ball a little bit, control the line of scrimmage, and, and I think we're going to dominate. I hope you're right. I'll, I'll say this. Um, it is encouraging to hear most of the guys are going to be healthy. It's going to be the first time the sauce boss is probably ab- above 70% healthy since uh, he started strapping it on for K-State. Um, so I'm excited for that. Again, boom, maybe not playing. That that hurts. But, again, getting everyone a little bit more healthy really uh, makes me excited for this game. We'll go Callie Mike next. Callie Mike, what are you confident in? Uh, I'm most confident in a defensive reset. Uh, given that we had the bye week and they have the full realization that they can't run that three-man front without Khalid Duke. Uh, we're going to see that the defense goes back into a rhythm with the personnel that they have and just be confident in their new scheme. Sorry, I, I was muted because I was yelling at my dog. I, I like where your head's at. We'll go We'll go with Ace because we want Ace on the stage. Now, guys, Grant, Grant so, well, I mean, if, if folks want to hop off for Grant, they can. But I, w- I, want, I want to hear as many folks as possible. But we'll go Ace. Ace, where do you call? I'm pretty confident that Brock Purdy is going to violently shit himself in the middle of Bill Snyder Family Stadium because he's not good. I don't know why people say he's good. He's not. I, I do think that narrative has died a little bit. It used to be, oh, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be a first round draft pick, and it was like, oh, he's going to be a mid round draft pick, and then it's like, oh, will he get drafted? So it is kind of funny to see the uh, fall of Brock Purdy. So I like where he heads out there. We'll go to my guy Joel. Joel, what do you got for me? What are you confident in? My bad, <clears throat> I'm making some chili right now. Um, oh hell yeah, it's chili season. I'm not. Not going to argue about that because, you know, I argue about everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing I'm really confident in is that we're going to win because Kent State always beats Iowa State, baby. Yeah, that's a little bit of Stan Weber in you. That was uh, one of – that's maybe the last great call Stan Weber had, and he almost had an aneurysm when he did it. Um, we'll go to uh, – we'll go to Chris next. Chris, what are you confident in? And then give me uh, Skylar Thompson at – 
uh, let's say he's 75% versus Brock Purdy at 100%. Who are you taking? Um, I'll start with the quarterback comparison. Uh, you know what? I'll take Skyler. I think um, he showed that he was pretty capable even coming off an injury against OU. And I think uh, I think this is a game that he's going to get up for, just like OU is. And I think he's going to – He's going to show out, and this is the last time playing Iowa State, <clears throat> and he had his first big memory, um, or one of his first big memories. I guess Oklahoma State was a big his like first coming out party, and then a uh, week later, a couple weeks later, he uh, had the touchdown, uh, last second touchdown against Iowa State. So he's got some good memories and good uh, times against Iowa State, and I think he's going to put on a show um, for the curtain call against Iowa State. So. Um, so I'll take Skylar Thompson over Brock Purdy, uh, just cause you never know what you're going to get with Brock Purdy. And then I'm just confident it being a night game. I think the atmosphere is going to be awesome. I think fans are going to get into it. Um, and, uh, I think, uh, the team will be energized by that. And I think they'll come out, uh, pretty hot, uh, from the get go. Love it. We'll go to Railroader. Railroader coming to you live from the Railroad. What are you confident in, my friend? I'm confident in Brock Purdy being a walking turnover. I think he'll have two turnovers and Skyler will throw. Man, back-to-back games for Skyler going over 300 would be a ball. And I'll say this. Ready for my hot take? Uh, Brock Purdy's either going to have zero, one, or three turnovers. Because here's the thing. If he's getting a two, there is no doubt in my mind he's going to get a third one, whether it's a fumbled loss or another interception. So I think I think once it starts rolling downhill, once he gets that second one, Iowa State should pull him because he will turn the ball over again. We'll go to my guy, Joey. Joey, what are you confident in? So my mother-in-law went to Iowa State, and every year we do oh, no. we do oh, like no. a, a bet over a bottle of wine. So I'm confident that I'm going to win a $20 bottle of wine this weekend. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We'll go to my guy, Hayes. Hayes, how you been, uh, and uh, what are you confident in? Well, I've been sick. That's why I missed the last one, but we're good now. Um, well, good. I'm I'm glad you're on the bounce back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Basically, I heard like every single college kid in the world was sick last week. Is that true? Very. Yeah, it was bad. My entire friend group was sick. And also, was here's a question. Uh, on campus, how hyped up are students? Is it going to be another good showing? Because here's the thing. I've been pleasantly surprised with how good the student section has been so far this year. Is the hype still there? Is there going to be a little bit of a drop off because back-to-back losses? Uh, I definitely think the hype's still there. I mean, you saw it the last game. I tweeted about it a little bit, trying to start some trash with the olds on the west side because of how much trash they give back at us. And the entire student section's full until the clock hit zero when 30% is there on the west side. But anyway, no, I think the, no, I love it. I love it, Hayes. Yeah, I think the, the hype is all there. We're ready to get back out there. I'm ready to make another uh, Iowa State hate Google Doc like it did against OU. I'm ready to go. I love it. Okay, we'll go to uh, we'll go to Cole. I think Cole, you're the last. Cole, what are you uh, confident in? Yeah, I'm confident that we're playing against a Matt Campbell coach team. Uh, I think he's a fraud, and I hope Iowa State keeps him around for a long time. I think <clears throat> I think Matt Campbell could turn Iowa State into the Chargers of the Big Twelve, where every year. 
everyone says that they're a contender for the conference championship and then they maybe just break 500 and miss the title game each year. Um, so I'm really – all right. Well, you know, I I I'm a little scared of the Chargers right now, so <laughs> I I don't know if I if I if I'll sign up for that. But I hope you're right in that they continue to get hype and they uh, underperform. I think it is now time uh, to go to what folks are most nervous in. Uh, we'll start. We'll, we'll start with Grant. Grant, uh, you're sitting here. You tweeted just I think a few hours ago that you were starting to get nervous. Um, USA just took the lead versus Costa Rica, so that's good. Um, so, oh, spoiler, bro. Sorry. Um, it's okay. Well, so am I. I think I saw it in the chat that there was a goal, and then I saw it on TV. Um, it was so, a nice goal from Wea. All right. I love I love Wea. What are you most nervous about? Because you said you're starting to get nervous. You know, I'm going to have to see a defensive performance again um, against a good football team to where I believe that uh, they can take us forward. Um, I'm pretty nervous. I don't feel super confident in this defensive unit, mainly um, the people that are putting them in position. Uh, I think we have the personnel on the field, particularly in the secondary. The secondary has been absolutely shredded the last two weeks, two games. And, you know, I think we're talent-wise a lot better than we've shown. So I'm nervous uh, for – those tight ends and those wide receivers and uh, kind of going at our secondary, I, I hope our defense can, can kind of bounce back. And, you know, Kleiman's had a fairly solid track record of, of bouncing back from, from defeats, at least if we look at 2019. So I don't know. I think I'm worried about the D. All right. We'll, we'll go to Cole. You, you were last for confidence, so we'll come to you early for nervous. Are you nervous at all? Because you you seem like you're carrying a pretty confident stick right now. Oh, man. I'm always nervous when K-State plays. Um, I would say I'm nervous about the D-backs making tackles in the secondary. Um, I know they have a pretty good running back, Bruce Fall or whatever his name is. So that's probably what's most concerning. Yeah, Bruce Fowler. I thought it was like you know Brandon, Jacob. I don't. I don't even know the running back's name. Everyone seems to like him a lot. I can't remember his name. Uh, we'll go to Hayes next. Hayes, here's also a question. Uh, there was the fuck OU chance of fuck KU during Wabash. Is it going to be fuck the clones this week, or is it going back to the traditional fuck KU during Wabash? Uh, that's a good question. I think you have more pull at the front of the student section than you know. So if you start fuck the clones, I think it'll happen. I, well, I mean, I'm not starting it over in <laughs> section seven, row thirty nine. No, what I'm saying I'm, is, you you don't know the amount of Bosco's boys references I hear at the front of that student <laughs> section. It's weird. Well, I, I think I think it needs to go with fuck the clones. Then, if, if we're if if you're gonna continue to cuss during Wabash, let's at least make it. Uh, for conference games, let's make it uh, at least conference uh, opponent specific. So I, I think I think you got to go with fuck the clones during Wabash moving forward. So I love that idea. I'll definitely give it a shot. There you go. Uh, what are you nervous about besides trying to make my uh, vulgar chance happen? <laughs> I'm nervous for everything. I have never felt this bad about a game up before it, unless for like when we were bad and you knew we were going to get killed. But I feel terrible. Um, oh, I don't I, like. I guess that. I'll just. I guess I'll tag along with the DB thing. Uh, my high school played uh, Bruce Hill, and 
in high school and tackling him was just like asking for an injury. And so our DBs, especially Rusty's, sorry for calling him out again, but God, he can't tackle anybody. And I'm really concerned. And I'm worried that our D-line just can get blown back all game. I have no worry we can put up points on them. I have no worry in our passing game. I just, I don't know that we can tackle him. Yeah, I, I, I am nervous there. I'm very nervous about, uh, you know, Bruce Hill, uh, you know, scoring on us. I mean, he's, he's gotten in the end zone like 17 straight games or something stupid like that. Would love to keep him out, but definitely nervous. We'll go up to Aaron. Aaron, where are you most nervous? Yeah, on the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to say our, our mindset, our mentality. I'd like to see us getting back to playing more downhill, less passive, you know, backing off, taking, you know, five, ten yards off the line of scrimmage. I want to see an aggressive mindset. I understand we've got our limitations with certain personnel groupings, but we've got to come out and attack just like we did against Stanford. Keep uh, Bryce Hole out of the end zone. Uh, aggressive mentality on defense until I see it again. I'm most nervous about that. Yeah, I'm right there with you, and I think because of uh, the personnel Iowa State has, and they have two really good tight ends, and then this Bruce guy everyone keeps talking about is a good running back, but I think because you feel confident at your boundary corners being able to get back in the game versus their very subpar wide receivers, you might be able to play a little bit more in the box. You might be able to play a little bit more downhill, but I will say, whether it's the linebackers, whether it's Stubby as a nickel, whoever is having outside contain uh, needs to stay smart and stay into their, uh, you know, lane, stay into their assignment because, you know, Bruce loves to bounce it out if it's not there in the middle. He's a very patient back. So I don't want to see him, you know, bounce it outside and pick up eight yards when it should be a loss of three. Uh, we'll go up to Joel next. Joel. Um, what are you most nervous about? I'm nervous for whoever has to guard Charlie Kohler, I think is his name. That yep. tight end. Yep. Yeah, the big old tight end. He's been kind of quiet this year, and I think he might be kind of due. I'm hoping it's stubby on him because it's better than Ross or somebody like that. Um, back on the Ross hate train once again. Um, but, yeah, just whoever's guarding. That means Elder's probably going to have a big game, so I, I'm all fine for that. The little reverse jinx. We'll go down to uh, we'll go down to Chef. Chef, what are you nervous in? I mean, Bryce Small makes me a little nervous, but I mean, I, I'm not concerned about that. I'm more concerned about like their their linebackers and interesting stunts they do. I think our O line's going to have our way, but like if Skyler's at your 75, like you're talking about. Can he get out and get outside the pocket and maybe pick up one of those first downs like he traditionally would always do on third and five, just get that first down? If they're sending linebackers and stuff, if that quick arm is out, I'm loving it. But if if we're scrambling and we're behind the chains, uh, those linebackers are pretty damn good. So that must make me nervous. Yeah, someone who uh, low-key is going to have to have a big game is Noah Johnson because he's going to – be, you know, that captain, that vocal leader of the offensive line. He needs to be calling out protections. He needs to have his, uh, you know, head up. They need to be smart because you, you said it. They're going to stunt linebackers. They're going to blitz linebackers. They're going to be all over the place. And if they're not communicating and if they don't know their assignment and stick to it, uh, I, I think I think you're right to be nervous there. We'll go to uh, Callie Mike. Callie Mike, uh, what are you nervous about? 
Uh, I would say I'm most nervous that they will uh, make us one-dimensional, much like OU did, and stop our run game. I mean, I'm pretty confident in Skyler, you know, getting the pass game in rhythm, but I just think, you know, we need to have Deuce as, you know, our special, you know, unit to, to get some chunk yardage here and there, and it's just not happening. So I'm most nervous that our run game isn't going to be established yet again. Yeah, I, I think the key there is going to be either Skyler or doing some quarterback run game with Will Howard, um, opening that up. I, I think it really you have to keep uh, the read men uh, or, you know, honest and the linebackers honest and respect the quarterback run game. So hopefully we're there. We'll go to Chris. Chris, what are you nervous for? Yeah, I'm a little worried that um, we'll have stop, uh, trouble stopping the run. Um, the first two Big 12 games we've – struggled with uh, Jalen Warren and then uh, Kennedy Brooks. And now hopefully we don't have to struggle with the man from Iowa state. Um, so that worries me a little bit. Hopefully we can do a little bit better. Um, one thing that I'm optimistic about in regards to stopping the run game, I think um, since they don't play as much of a up-tempo offense, I think that might help our defense a little bit. Cause I think um, Oklahoma state and OU for whatever reason, that up-tempo offense seems to um, do us dirty. So I think um, hopefully we'll be able to settle in. And then one thing I always just worry about a little bit is always playing from behind. Um, We had to play from behind against OU, and it always felt like we were playing catch-up after that first turnover. And I think we'll be fine if we fall behind to Iowa State by, like, three, seven, or even 10 points. Um, but I don't like playing from behind. I think we're much better playing with a Yeah, we'll hop up to Joey. Joey, you got a bottle of wine on the line. Where are you a little nervous? I think it's the defense. Um, just based on how we performed against Oklahoma, and we gave up a lot of rushing yards, like everybody said, to Jalen Warren. Um, you know, that, that kid that plays at Iowa state from Wichita or whatever, I, I don't know his name. Um, he tends yeah, to be the, pretty, the, he's, it's the final gift from Bill Snyder <laughs> recruiting that just keeps on giving. Um, but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to dwell on that because people really hate it when I talk about, uh, talk about that. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Continue. No, you're good. I, I just feel like whenever he gets the rock, he he's bound to do something explosive potentially. So that that's probably my biggest concern there. And I think it's preparation too. Both teams have had the opportunity to have a bye week the week before, um, which I think can work in our favor, especially in getting some guys healthy. But I also think with Iowa State, they're going to have ample opportunity to to game plan pretty well against us. I think definitely. We'll go to Ace then Railroader. Um, what what are you uh, nervous about, Ace? The thing that I'm most nervous about is going on Twitter if Brock Purdy throws a passing touchdown because. It'll just be, oh, it's Brocktober. It's Brocktober. It's not Brocktober. It's never been Brocktober. Honestly, if that's my biggest worry going into the game, I'm feeling pretty good. No, I, I, I'm right there with you. If that if that's where you're most worried, I, I, I think things are going good. We'll go to Railroader. I put it in the chat. Hayes, did I get to you? Because I got completely out of order uh, this time. So, Hayes, did I hit you for nervous? Okay, perfect. All right, Railroader, and then we'll move on. Uh, to uh, picks to click. Most nervous about Iowa State's run game. It's, 
if he starts bouncing outside, I'm not sure that our boundary guys will be able to bring him down in the open. Yeah, I, I agree with you, especially with our tackling issues. That that probably is my biggest uh, nerve point. So I, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, you know, maybe maybe uh, he reevaluates his life and decides to, you know, join the priesthood uh, before Saturday and retires from football. Um, I'd be fine with that. So we'll move on. We'll we'll go to pick to click, uh, and uh, this is basically give me the guy you're predicting is going to be a player where you're walking out of the stadium or you're, you know, going to get a victory whiskey and say, man, he really had a big game for us. It doesn't have to be MVP. It can be your MVP. Just give me a guy that you think is really going to have a good game and click. We'll start with Grant. Grant, who's your pick to click? I'm going with Mr. Echo Island. Echo had a tough game last year. Everybody had a tough game last year at Iowa State. Everyone knows what happens there. We were depleted. But Echo looks pretty poor, and I'm thinking he's going to want to bounce back just like everybody's going to want to bounce back. And I'm calling it now. First pick of Echo's career, I think, is going to be on Saturday night. Yep, I, I don't think he has one yet. Um, so I, I like that prediction. Good prediction. We'll go with Ace next. Ace, who's your pick to click? I'm actually going to go with Phillip Brooks because their defensive backs don't really have the most flexible hips. And Phillip Brooks is probably our, at least our shiftiest route runner. So just get the ball in his hands and he can probably just make one move and the defensive backs are not going to catch him. I like that one. And he, he had a uh, pretty good game or so clump. And honestly, Phillip Brooks has had, he's been the best wide receiver we've had so far. So, or at least, uh, you know, consistent. I know Malik Knowles had that over 100-yard receiving game, but I've been very pleased with Phillip Brooks as a wide receiver. We'll now go to uh, Chef. Chef, who's your pick to click? I got Nate Matlack. I think he's going to step in. Uh, him and Spencer Trussell are going to share roles, but I think Nate's going to drop back into coverage one time. Brock's not going to see him pick for Nate Matlack. And uh, it's going to remind you of the spring game, well, those spring practices where he intercepted Jaron Lewis. Actually, I think it was Will Howard who he uh, picked off. No, you're fine. Uh, stand up, Johnson County. If that happens, you know all the uh, all the women at Johns or at uh, Starbucks will be going crazy. Uh, we'll go to Joel next. Joel, I know it's not going to be Ross, but who's going to be your pick to click? Yeah, it's got to be Timmy Horn. I think whatever his name is, Brick Hall or whatever, is going to run into an absolute monster of a man that he's never seen before, just get stuff. I love it. Uh, Timmy Horn, I, I love him. It was uh, – who was it? It was him and uh, – was it Sincere Mason in the uh, Barbershop series on YouTube? It was – they had a little clip on Twitter, which was about a minute long. There was a nine-minute YouTube video, and it really uh, – Timmy Horn, it's 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 – it sucks that he's a super senior, but he's a great ambassador for, you know, a transfer who wanted to be here. And same with Sincere Mason. It's a great video. If you have the time, highly recommend watching it. So we will go next to Callie Mike. Callie Mike, uh, who's your pick to play? Uh, I'm going to say Malik Knowles. I think that in order to get the run game going, which actually, as I said, is my biggest concern, we're going to be doing some jet sweeps with Malik Knowles. He's going to, I mean, the the best thing about Malik Knowles is that he's kind of a hard tackle. Like he, 
barrels through some dudes. He's a, he's a big he's dude. slippery. Like he bulked up. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he's going to get some jet sweeps. He's going to have some big catches for us. He's going to have a big game. Love it, love it. We'll go up to my guy, Aaron. Aaron, who's your pick to collect? Yeah, I'm going to keep this one simple. Skylar Thompson, super senior, under the lights, shades of Isaiah Zuber in the back of the end zone have to be going through his head. If he doesn't come out fired up and throw for multiple touchdown passes, I don't know what we're doing. He He's going to have this one circled on his calendar. Biggest game of his career, arguably. Um, Skylar Thompson, under the lights, pick to We'll go to Chris. Chris, pick to collect. Uh, I'm going to go with Deuce Vaughn. I think he's going to show up Bruce Hall um, and he's going to um, have a great game and put up over. He's going to rush for over a hundred. I love it. I love it. I hope you're right. Also, how's the uh, guillotine league then? I got axed and I miss being in the fantasy football league with you. Yeah. Um, I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Uh, we'll see how long. I don't know. I might be on borrowed time. I'm, been missing out on some uh, waiver wire uh, deadlines or bids, and so I edged you out that week. So it was a close call because I think I was the second to last when you got axed. And so um, I had a good week this week, though. I had players go off, so I was safe. I was in the clear this week, but we'll see. So I'm I'm still in. Good. I'm rooting for you and BV, so we'll, uh, you'll have to keep me posted. We'll now go to Hayes. Hayes, who's your pick to collect? I'm going to go with the Sauce Boss, and there is not an ounce of like irony here. Um, I think that the difference that um, our run-stopping has with him in the game versus not is never really noticed by most. He's probably the best tackler on that defense behind maybe T.J. Smith. And we're also going to need him to help out covering Charlie Kohar. Um, I think he is super important. Um, if I may go off a bit, I just looked at their receiving stats, and it looks like a K-State. I mean, they've only got one receiver in the top four. Um, problem is he's 6'3", 210. So I'm a little concerned about that. I think Echo's got him, but I got dreams of that Arkansas State dude going off against us. But I think that the running game is going to be way more important than anything, especially after seeing that and having the nickel that can come in there and stop it is definitely. Yep, I hear you. We'll go to Cole next. Cole, who's your pick? Uh, my P to C, I'm going with Matter Bebe. I think we're going to be bumping some Hurricane Chris Saturday night after the game. Um, coming off an injury, I think he's due for a good game. I think he'll have at least one touchdown, so – I love it, and he's getting back to close to 100% as well. So I think that's a good call. We'll go to Joel, uh, Joey, and then we'll wrap up with Railroader for picks to click. Joey, who's your pick to click? Stole the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say it was going to be Bebe, uh, especially coming off the injury. I think uh, we've we've seen flashes of, of greatness from him uh, just on a couple of plays. I'm ready to see the, the Daniel E. Mater Bebe game. I'm ready for that. I'll take just one early touchdown. Like if you're if you're if you're gonna say, hey, it's only going to be a flash, I'll take that one big flash uh, right now. Uh, we'll we'll finish, finish up pick to click with railroader. Railroader, what's your pick to click? I'm gonna have to go with Daniel Green. I think he's had time to watch enough film and look at what he was doing wrong as far as getting his targeting, other than the refs messing that up. But I think he'll finish strong and lead the. 
I like that. And I got to say, I think it's really stupid, especially with the targeting rule to give a full game suspension for a third targeting penalty in a season. Uh, I hope that's not in his head. I hope you're right. And I'm going to just try to reverse the order as best as I can remember it for keys to V. So Railroader, if you have your key to V for me, I would take it right now. You've got to hold Iowa State to less than 150. That that would be that 100 would get us a, uh, a win. I, I like that. We'll go back to Joey. Joey, what's your key to V? I think it's going to be the crowd. Honestly, a night crowd in Manhattan on on a Saturday night against what I would say is probably our biggest rival outside of KU. Um, let's let's see some of those moments that we had against uh, Nevada, where Carson Strong wasn't even able to get snaps off and. I want to get in Brock Purdy's head, and I want to get in it early. This is going to be the biggest uh, paid attendance crowd. I think there's going to be more red in the stadium than any away fans we've seen so far this year, but I, I think it is going to be one of those special atmospheres, so I like where he heads at. We'll go Hayes. Hayes, what's your key to be? I'm going to tail off that, too. I think Brock Purdy uh, has the potential to get in his own head. Bryce Schill is going to get his no matter what we do. Um, but if we can eliminate, not eliminate Purdy, but if we can force him into some mistakes, get him rattled, I think we really, really improve our chances. I like it. All right, we'll go now to uh, Chris. Chris, what's your key to V? I think the key to V should just uh, stay aggressive. Um, I liked how Coach Clement was aggressive on fourth down against OU. I think he needs to uh, keep – putting it out there on the table and keep going for it and uh, keep the other team on their heels. Um, I like the aggressiveness and because sometimes uh, Coach Kleiman has a knock on him has been, he's been too conservative at times um, before the end of half and at the end of games. And so uh, I think the key to V is to stay aggressive and um, play with the fire under your butt. I like it. Uh, we'll now go to, I think we'll go Callie Mike. Callie Mike, what is your key to be? My key to be is going to be to have a balanced offense on this game. If you can establish the run game and complement it with some nice passing from Skyler, uh, it's a recipe for a win, you know, uh, just get both sides of, or both elements of the uh, offense going to get some scores. All right. I love it. Uh, we'll go up to, I think we'll go Joel next. Joel, what's your key to V? Yeah, I think uh, my key to V will be if Skyler continues his last week and goes through all of his progressions instead of just fading to the right and then just taking off running. Um, Yeah, but in all seriousness, uh, I think as long as we get on the bus at the hotel and get off at the stadium, it's a win. Joel, that's like borderline MVP behavior from you. I like it. Uh, We'll go to Aaron. Aaron, what's your key to V? Yeah, whatever creative bone Courtney Messingham has left in his body, we, we need to see it on the field on Saturday. Throw the kitchen sink at him, play calls, trick plays, going for it. You know, I liked our mentality against OU. We just need to see that for four quarters. Everything out there, all out on offense, give it to him. All right, I like it. I think it is now time for Ace. Ace, what do you got for me? It Literally one word, tackling. We have to tackle Bryson Corridor and Charlie Kolar. If we can do that and they don't get 18 yards, us by our failed attempts at tackling them, we'll be just fine. 
Chef, chef, I made you wait. It better be a good one. <laughs> it probably won't be. But I think if we can – our red zone defense, if once because they're going to start spreading it around, I think between the – in between the 20s, not that big of a deal. They're going to move the ball a little bit. But if we can bow up in the red zone and make them kick field goals, we're going to execute. We're going to get in the end zone, and we should be able to run away with it if our defense can hold in the red zone. Yeah, I think we've only – I think only one time have we held someone to a field goal uh, inside the red zone. That might be a bit hyperbolic, but I think that – First OU drive was one of the first times we've held someone to a field goal. So uh, hope you're right. I would love to – if you got truly back to the uh, bend but don't break of 2011-2012. Yeah, give me that Snyder defense, baby. Yeah. 8-yard, 12-yard cushion, 12-yard cushion all day. Let Nigel Malone just I don't know down there that. stalking. I mean, here's the thing. We we have some really good press corners, so I don't know if I want to quite do that, but it's like if you can get some turnovers, if you can hold them to three, I think that is a good recipe. Great. I mean, Echo is a good press corner, but Julius Brent, so what has he shown us? I mean, the the pass that he intercepted was – I mean, that was the worst throw I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he's been bad. I mean, we might need to change some things up, but, I mean, the, our corners haven't been that good. I think I think Brent's issue has been I think he's been in p- possession. I think he is having a tough time turning his head around when the ball gets in the air. But that's just my very uh, basic, you know, low medium football understanding. So uh, I'm sure like Jimmy or even Ace or some other folks might be able to point that out. Grant, you gave me two keys to be in our preview episode. Um, this is so I'm going to give you just a uh, special special little question for you. Um, if, if I told you right now, Skylar Thompson is not going to turn the ball over, he's going to throw for at least 240 yards. It could be more, or it could be right there. Do you take that? Oh, I, I definitely take that. Um, I'd have to look back in his career and see where that would stack up in, you know, high passing yardage, but, uh, I definitely take that. All right, what if I said uh, at least 200? It could be more, but at least 200, no turnovers. <laughs> I mean, I still probably take it. Um, no, turnover, no turnovers is pretty big. I guess it doesn't really guarantee that somebody else on the team doesn't turn it over. But um, I still probably take it. 200 yards passing from Skyler is pretty solid um, in context of his game. Um, so probably take it. What about you? Yeah, I, I would take it. As long as you're telling me over 200, 200 or more with no turnovers, I'm taking it from Skyler. But now it's time to get all the boneheads predictions. This is what I have to say about this game. Um, it doesn't get enough love as a national rivalry, and I understand why. At the end of the day, K-State had its great run of success. Iowa State is still yet to have a truly great run of success. So I understand why it might not be a sexy national rivalry. But here's the thing. I can't remember, and I feel bad for not uh, – actually, time out, Joey. Was it you who pointed out that this is the uh, most continuously played non-interrupted rivalry in college football history? Joey, was that you? That That is correct. Thanks, uh, thanks okay. to Wikipedia and my mother-in-law for pointing that out. Perfect. So shout-out to your mother-in-law and shout-out to Joey the Bonehead. Uh, I think it's at Emolorado on uh, Twitter, so make sure you're following him. So it is one of the most it is the most continuously played rivalry game. There has been 
a ton of them. I think it's a top 25 or top 30 most played rivalry game in all of college football. And it's a almost completely tied all-time series. All-time series are stupid. Any game that is played before you're born literally doesn't count. But it is one of these historically, if you look over at the decade and a half, or not decade and a half, century and a half uh, amount of time that K-State has been playing college football, it is an almost dead even series. You know, I think they, they, they maybe have one or two games on us. I can't remember. But again, it, it's a historic rivalry. It's been going on for a long time. I love trolling Iowa State fans, but again, especially in the age of the new Big 12, K-State fans and Iowa State fans really need to hammer home the importance of this rivalry in the conference and national landscape because it is a very historic and a very meaningful game. So with that said, let's get everyone's predictions. I'm just going to go top down. Uh, So we're starting with Aaron. Aaron, give me your score. K-State 31, Iowa State 30. Tate and Winkle hits a walk-off field goal. After two Iowa State penalties, Matt Campbell doesn't make it out of Manhattan, gets arrested. K State thirty one. <laughs> that that would be why amazing. Why did he get arrested? I love it. Yes, why did he get arrested? Sideline behavior after Bruce Hill assaulting his own <laughs> player. Oh man, I love it. I love it. That might get him fired. Very uh, Woody we'll Hayes of him. Yes, except for it's his own guy because then would he go after a, uh, a Michigan, player, right? Michigan player. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. All right, we'll go to Joel. Joel. Yeah, I'm gonna score. go final score 37-32 for a total of 69. Um, cats on top. Love it. I, <laughs> I love it. We'll go Ace. Ace, give me your score. Uh, I'm actually not going to change my score. It's going to be 35-24 cats. I don't think it's ever going to be particularly close. I sure hope you're right, Ace. I I, I think my uh, heart and blood pressure would would love that. Um, we'll go Railroader coming live from the road. Uh, what do you got for me? What thirty two twenty four, and one of those scores for us is another Malik Knowles. I tell you what, Malik Knowles is if he gets another kickoff return for a touchdown, I think that almost will ice him as an All-American returner giving us like our 82nd All-American returner. So I'd love to see it. Joey, I, I think you you really want that bottle of wine. So give me the score that you're going to be taking home the wine from. I'm going to say 45 nothing. Oh, my gosh. Yes, please. Well, Sign me up. <laughs> we'll go to Hayes. Hayes, my guy, USA gets the win. Give me your score for the game on Saturday. Uh, y'all are going to hate me, but – I'm gonna go thirty. No, don't. I don't know if this do is it. the first one ever. I do feel way more confident after this hour of beautiful K State talk, but I think I still gotta go Iowa State thirty-one, us twenty-eight. Can we get a chorus I of booze? Let's bring it on. You're leaving the student section. Oh, You're this out of the student oh. section. <laughs> oh, Hayes. Hayes, you're breaking my heart, but, you know, it's on the record now. We'll go to Cole. I know Cole's not going to let me down. What's your score? I think I'm going 42-21 cats, including at least one Matt Campbell thrown headset and cry. Oh, sign me up. Sign me up. All right, we're almost done. We have a handful of predictions. Make sure to give your gems out to all your fellow boneheads before we call it a night. Chris. 
Chris, I'm a little worried about you. You're someone who uh, goes with your head, not your heart. So I hope we don't have to boo you, but give me your score. Iowa State, 27. K-State, all right. I was a little nervous. Thank you, Chris. I love it. We'll go down to Cali Mike out in the Bay Area. Cali Mike, what do you got for us? Uh, I am going to say K-State 33, Iowa State 19. They're going to get a garbage time touchdown in compliment to their three field goals. Uh, and Matt Campbell, this will be his last game coaching Iowa State because the shit Las Vegas Raiders are going to Oh, that would be amazing. I would love to hate uh, Matt Campbell in the NFL as well. We'll go with the good chef as the final score prediction. Good chef, what do you got for Yes, me? sir. I got it. 34 cats, 33 Iowa State with a blocked extra point with 27 seconds to go to win oh, the game. Hearkening, hearkening back to the original Farmageddon. I love it, chef. I love it. All right. That Iowa is all State we got. has a double kick. On their own side. <laughs> I love it. it. Oh man, that that was good. That was good from Railroader. He's coming in late, and he's getting he's getting the MVP of the night. So Railroader, here, the stage is yours. Give us uh, the fi- final talk from the Boneheads before we uh, call it the night. Um, all I've got is that Iowa State sucks. They're going to get another apology letter from the Big Twelve refs again, and we. I love it. I love it. Thank you to everyone who showed up for the Spotify Green Room live show. We're going live next Wednesday as well, 7 p.m. in God's time zone here in the Central Time Zone. It's getting dark early, so you don't need to be going anywhere. Cuddle up on the couch, drink a pumpkin beer, and chat with us on Spotify Green Room. If you're listening on the iOS feed, it's a Friday night. You know, get a little rowdy on Twitter. Go after Iowa State fans, not people from SGA. They don't like that. We love you guys. Grant is in here, so I'll let him get his uh, catchphrase, but I'm going to say love everyone except for Iowa State fans. They can choke on candy corn. Grant, hit him with the, hit him with the catchphrase. Folks, meet me at the cat.
Social Podcast Network.